Hello everyone, welcome to Get Out of Rap. Um, technically this is episode 37. Didn't ever think I'd even get past three or four. Um, certainly Mia didn't think I'd get past one, so <laughs> in your face Mia. Um, no guest this week, but please stay with me. It's a, it's a short episode, but um, hopefully you'll find it beneficial. In the last week, I was lucky enough to be a judge and be part of the judging process again for the European Contact Centre and Customer Service Awards. And I was lucky enough to get to judge quite a few entries in one of my favourite categories, which is giving something back. And I think at a time, there's always great entries in this year on year, um, but at a time of a global pandemic and people being challenged themselves for their employment, to see what our industry has done and what people have stepped up to do to help their local communities and um, maybe people that are more disadvantaged than them was just inspirational. I think for anyone who maybe doesn't work in the industry or doesn't necessarily have a good opinion of our industry, if they could only see what contact centres do for their local communities at all levels, for schools, for um, different groups of people, for the unemployed... Um, it really is amazing. People are so creative. They work so hard. They give up their time. And a lot of the time, it isn't just about funding. It's about the lives that they've impacted positively. And for this to still be carrying on during a global pandemic is just fair play, round of applause to everyone that has taken their corporate social responsibility program seriously and does give back to the community. I couldn't be more proud to be part of this industry. It was a real joy and an honour to be seeing the entries. They all deserve an award, and I wish them all the best for the um, the outcome. And hopefully the world will look slightly, slightly different in March, and we will be able to see each other um, physically. But it's been a it's been a great week and a real privilege. If you're not part of the awards, I suggest you you check them out. Um, really worthwhile being involved. I've got two great guests um, coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. These are episodes that have already been recorded. The first leads no introduction. If you've been to an event in the industry in the last 10-15 years, I imagine he has been there speaking about the industry, about our technology that we use, um, Everything related to it, really. Um, so I was lucky enough to record an episode with Martin Hill Wilson. Um, we said that we'd talk about Emotive CX. He talks about that and a lot of other things. It's definitely an episode I'm going to listen back to um, and pick out some tips, pick out some things to do further research on. He's always a thought-provoking guy, and hopefully you'll really enjoy that one. I've also been lucky enough to record an episode with Nathan Simmons, very active on LinkedIn, um, someone who's had a very similar journey to myself within the contact centre world. He's run large operations, he started in the team and then ran large operations in many continents and is very open and honest and has used that um, know-how and then gone on to get qualifications in coaching, in mindset and leadership and he shares a lot of very practical tips so um, right up my street love chatting to him really great guy and hopefully you will enjoy that as well so that's 
Martin Hill Wilson coming up and then followed by Nathan Simmons. So stay tuned and hope you like them. If you follow me on um, LinkedIn, you'll know that, and maybe you follow me and you might not know this, but for the last year and a half, um, I've been posting weekly about job seekers within my network. I'm very lucky that a lot of my connections then share that post and we just try and get it as far and wide as possible. I'm pleased to say that in the year and a half of doing it, um, five or six, I think five people have got res- got roles as a direct result of that and everyone else is kind of gets better exposure and that kind of thing. Um, it was born out of the last time I was out of work about six years ago, just missing out on opportunities. And I thought LinkedIn, if we work together, can maybe help us present opportunities to relevantly skilled people more readily than they than them just scrolling through it. And I think this is you know now more needed than than ever that we use this online community better. So I post weekly, different days. Please, if you have a look, have a look through the people that I've highlighted. I've worked with some of them and got to know the others. Um, connect with them. Keep your eyes out for them. If you have anything open or you know of anyone with an open position that is relevant, please do get in touch. Um, but I wanted to use this podcast, we've got quite a few listeners now, to just once a week highlight one person. This is a guy who would be a real asset to any contact centre. He was at sea level in um, South Africa, did a great job um, over there and came back to the UK um, to support his daughter and is looking for work within a contact centre. He's an experienced contact centre operations and solutions consulting professional. His name's Andrew Hilton. He's a great guy. He's based in the south of the UK, but I know would look um, elsewhere for the right position. I just want to read uh, the about section from his LinkedIn profile. He's a driven and highly motivated solutions-oriented, commercially astute contact centre operations professional, technically versatile with a pragmatic approach, excellent communication skills and a wealth of experience in designing solutions to complex problems as well as building and leading high-performing teams. I have had the opportunity for a while now to speak to Andrew. He's a great guy. He knows his stuff, so please do check out his profile on um, LinkedIn or check out my post and he'll be listed on there and with all the other people looking um, we can all help each other thanks as you all know unlike a lot of podcasts um, there's no sponsorship I'm not making any money out of this much to the annoyance of my my partner and family um, I've always just wanted the freedom and I think we're we're better served by more of this type of activity. However, one thing um, I do want to do, and I'm kind of going to ask for your help, is to support an amazing charity. My auntie works um, for this charity, and it's one close to my heart, and I'm going to be using this podcast to try and support them. If you do come on the podcast, I'm going to ask for a contribution um, to the charity, And also, I'm going to regularly give you guys updates on what they do. And if you can contribute anything, I'm sure once you hear about them, you will want to. But anything you can do will be greatly appreciated. So 
Get Out of Rap will now be associated with Naomi House and Jack's Place. So Naomi House and Jack's Place are hospices supporting life-limited and life-threatened children and young adults from Hampshire, Wiltshire, Berkshire, Dorset, the Isle of Wight and, and beyond. So whilst it's kind of south of the UK limited, they do an amazing job. They provide expert hospice care to more than 525 life-limited and life-threatened children, young adults and their extended families. Their nursing care, play and family support teams are experts in delivering the crucial emotional, spiritual and developmental aspects of care that families need when their children are dealing with um, complex medical needs that are life-limiting conditions. The team there do amazing work in really challenging circumstances and just help these children, these young adults and their families get the care they need and make the most out of their kind of um, warm, fun, welcoming environment. And it pulls out at the end of a child's or, or young adult's life. It's difficult to think about that, but Naomi House and Jack's Place pull out all the stops. They give them a peaceful and dignified end, surrounded by their family members. Um, great setup. It isn't cheap, though. Uh, the standard of care costs a lot. It's about not just over nine million per year to run Naomi House and Jack's Place, and only eleven percent of that income comes from the government. So, as you can see, a lot of support is is needed. The first thing I'm going to be doing for them is, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm, I like running, not as much as football, but can't do that at the moment. So I like running. Um, you can see me on Strava, actually, if you want to follow me. Um, myself and Bev, we have signed up for the Santa virtual race. It used to be a race that we got together in Winchester, but we are running 5K. Not much, but we're going to be dressed as Santa Claus. And we will just be doing more and more things um, for them. So there's no money that comes from this podcast. There's no sponsorship. I just hope that we can show what our community is all about by now and again contributing to a great charity, Naomi House and Jack's Place. I'm going to put the link to the Just Giving page in the comments section of um, the LinkedIn post. But if you do want to just go on to Just Giving and look for Get Out of Rap, Martin Teasdale, you will see the uh, Just Giving page for Naomi House and Jack's Place. Thank you for any contributions. No contribution too small. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Finally, I just want to leave you with uh, a random tip um, of things I find that uh, are interesting. I've posted a couple of her bits of art uh, few times on LinkedIn it's got a lot of um, engagement it's someone called um, Bless the Messy she's an artist in uh, America her imagery infographics are are brilliant um, they're all about mindfulness and equality and all that good stuff so um, check out Bless the Messy on Instagram thanks very much for listening um, you won't have to listen to me next week there's guest Martin Hill Wilson um, but in the meantime, please do get in touch with any questions, comments, feedback, reviews, whatever you want, really. Thanks. Bye. Stay safe, everyone.